Uh, just had a question about, is it realistic to be believing for an all-Christian staff when I am based in a really small town? Give me some context. Whereabouts are you? So I'm in uh, a place called Gainder, which is oh, yeah, uh, a town of about, yep. yeah, about 3,000 people. Yep. Um, yep. I have one staff member who is also a Christian. Um, I'm believing for a staff of at least four over the next couple of years. Um, and I would love to have an all-Christian staff. It is something that is on my heart, and I'm just thinking, I'm just not sure if it's realistic. Um, I mean, if we're talking about four people over a couple of years, yes, there's probably, you could probably get four people to be Christian. Um, so, I, th- I mean, I, I think if you, if you said, I want a team of 40, then, then no. I don't think that's going to work in a town like that. Uh, four, I I. Couldn't I could see that you would be able to achieve that, um, which kind of brings me to the mechanics. Like, if there's if there's not four, then go, go, go and lead some people to Christ, and then get them to work for you. <laughs> like, may, may, yep. may, maybe you have to maybe you have to produce them. Uh, you know, you get on the street and and stand up in the middle of Gander and and uh, and, <laughs> and and ask for all the people in your industry who know how to do your job to repent of their filthy sin. <laughs> and uh, and and maybe you can homegrown some some staff. Yeah. Um, um, but in all yeah, seriousness, there's, there's not I, even I w- anyone with the right skills, let alone skills and faith. So I would just drop this little nugget in there and say, why, why do they mm-hmm. ha- do they have to be Christian? Yeah. So I I thought you would ha- have that question. Um, my answer is I just. I want there to be uh, prayer involved in in the business. I just I would love to have a staff that prays together and that prays over our clients and that prays over the business, whether it's once a week or once a month or something like that. Um, yeah, I just want that that culture to be part of the team. Okay, so you you know that Google have weekly prayer meetings, right? The most left-leaning organization in corporate America. And there are prayer meetings in there every week. Okay. And, and by the way, by only 1% of the staff, like that's, it's, yeah. it's not everybody and you're not forced to go. And it's an, it's an elective that you can just go to during the week. Most of your major corporations have a Christian component that are, that are actively meeting together and praying at some point. I, yeah. I, I, I still don't see that you need to have all of you being a Christian to achieve that outcome. If, if two yeah. of you were and two of you weren't, then you say to the team, hey, we're just going into our prayer meeting. You're welcome to join us, but there's no pressure. Right? Yeah. And, and you actually, I mean, like, like I know of stories of businesses who have this as a discipline in their business and people over time have actually come to Christ through those prayer meetings. Because, yeah, well. because they have seen why they're doing this all the time. And they might, people, I, they, they may start by, you know, like kind of like chiding. It's like stupid Christians, yada, yada, yada. But they, but they see over time, they really mean it. They really care. They're speaking life. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, I didn't get that in my world. Da, da, da. This is really attractive to me. And then, and, then they, and then they give their life to the Lord. And now they're part of your team praying. So I don't know. I, it just feels rigid to me. Um, yeah. And, you know, Jesus... Jesus could very much give you that calling of building a Christian business. You know, like, mm. I mean, I mean, at, at this stage, I've only got believers that work for me and some of them are questionable, but that's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, they're in the room with me kind of now they're all. <laughs> um, but 
but if I want to scale to the size I want to scale, that's not going to, that just can't work. It's just not going to get me yeah. there. <clears throat> um, yeah. So <clears throat> I just think Jesus probably could say to a small business, yeah, you should be, have only Christians, but Jesus himself did not hive himself off in a, in a religious bubble and only hang out with mm. Pharisees. He actually came... He actually came to upset the religious people, and he went and hung out with everybody else. Mm, absolutely. Um, like I, I'm not thinking of, um, I'm not thinking of wanting to work within that bubble myself. That doesn't worry me at all. I come from a family of non-Christians. None of that bothers me at all. It's more the fact of a having that Christian culture internally where we're praying, but also b the the fact that. Christians um, tend to sometimes, hopefully, have that um, that work ethic of really knowing that what they're doing is feeding into their clients. And, yeah, just having that work ethic that is more along the lines of this is where God wants me to be, so therefore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I yeah. think you'd be surprised at the influence you could have in people's lives if, yeah. if I reckon you could have a culture that loves your clients, that wants mm-hmm. the best for your clients, that people love coming to work, but they don't all have to be Christian to get there. And I think, yeah. I think if the, you know, if the bulk of you were, then I think that would be a beautiful environment for the, for the non-believers to, to first of all, get to experience a Christian who's not a weirdo because most people's yeah. experience of Christians is they're all a bunch of weirdos. So this is a phenomenal yeah. opportunity for people to realize that actually this chick's okay and she's normal and she's got the same struggles as me, but she's got a faith. I wonder what all this is about. It'll be attractive to them. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, you know, ultimately, you know, you, you do what you feel the vision is for your business, but I just kind of want to go, it feels a little restrictive. And I think there would be a huge amount of joy and freedom if, if you were to flirt Mm -hmm. around the edges a little bit of what that could look like. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think that makes a lot of sense, and it makes me feel slightly more confident that you know I, I want people who have the skills that I need, and that is really important. Um, you know, it's personality is, is a big thing, and teachability is a, is a big thing. But I need people who I don't want to be tra- training from the ground up every time. I want to be finding people that have the skills that I need so that I can scale faster yeah. than what I am now. Perfect. So then you just got to go maybe a little bit broader yep. and then win them to Christ. Yeah, absolutely. Through, yep. through, through, awesome. through your witness. Yeah. All right. I'm going to send you a book, Amanda. Uh, we are down to three that you get to choose from. We have 77 Proverbs for Leaders. We have Christine Kane's Unashamed and we have Malcolm Gladwell's Outliers. Which one can I send you? Uh, I might grab the Christine Kane one, please. Awesome. I want to get her to come and talk at a summit one year. I reckon she'd be great at that. Yeah, she's amazing. Um, Amanda, Merry Christmas, and uh, I'll catch up with you you. next year. You will. I'll be at the summit. I already have my ticket. Bless your heaps. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you. Bye. Did you know that this show goes onto Facebook, it goes onto YouTube, it goes onto Instagram, it goes onto iTunes, and it goes onto LinkedIn? Do me a favor, would you? Tell more people about the show so that I can spread the message. Love you. See ya.